Welcome to What the Hair, a Tangled podcast, part of the Geeky Waffle Network. Today we're talking about Pascal's story, which is the 11th episode of Tangle the Series. It premiered on August 20th, 2017, and it was written by Ricky Roxburgh and directed by Tom Caulfield. I'm Candace, and with me is my co-host Krista. Hey, Krista. Hey. Okay, so Krista has had a lot of theories about Pascal. And he knows too much for a chameleon. Does. I alluded to that he gets his backstory, and I think it explains a lot about him, but Krista was disappointed. I wasn't disappointed, but okay, let's take the listeners back to our very first episode where we covered the Tangled movie, the original movie, and we were talking about Pascal and how he's dark and he knows, like, mafia interrogation tactics and things and so i joked about that and candace is like wait till his backstory episode in the show so i thought like he was gonna come from a family of mobster chameleons or something and then just end up being a very sad backstory which i still love the episode we'll get into that but i thought there was gonna be some more mafia things no what i i didn't want to give anything away but what i meant by that was like dude has a very dark childhood yeah. And that's why he he's prone to violence. They're all orphans. Except Rapunzel. Okay, but her story still was orphan-esque. Yeah. So, like, the episode opens up and we get to see baby Pascal with his mom. But oh. it just goes straight Bambi. <laughs> oh my god, that's what I wrote in my notes. I wrote it's in my notes. Bambi I swear and- to god, if that snake kills his mom and we have a Bambi situation, I am losing my swear word. That's what I wrote in my notes. <laughs> yeah, it's like that. It's like the fox and the hound. Oh, she sacrifices herself for the snake. And then we get like a Moses imagery because she puts the baby Pascal into the river to save his life. I wrote that too. I was like, oh my gosh, it's getting Bambi. Now it's Moses. Like, it's getting yeah, biblical. It's childhood. Yeah. Okay. But I just want to point out, you know, they obviously didn't show the snake killing the mom because that would be too dark, even for this show, even for you. Like, so, no. you know, when someone's killed and you don't see it, there's always a chance she could come back. But I took it by Pascal's reaction that he saw it and he's traumatized thing oh he's such a cute little chameleon baby so so... he happens to be by the tower that's where the little stream takes him and he hears a voice and he climbs the stream i'm sorry the stream you mean the giant waterfall he fell down first oh yeah don't don't like forget some of his trauma (laughs) so much trauma sorry okay so yes but then after the waterfall he sees the tower you know what? Like, no wonder, like, in the original movie, Rapunzel's like, oh, we should go out there. And Pascal's like, no, let's stay inside. Because that's he's been point. out there and he knows. Yeah, that's a really good point. I hadn't thought of it that way. But yeah, yeah, he climbs up. He, this little baby chameleon baby just cl- climbing up this big old tower. Snake follows him. That snake is persistent. Oh my gosh, that snake is so persistent. Like, I will complain about that throughout this episode. I have many feelings and rants ready to go. It's one of Pascal's arch nemesis. It's like the Joker to his Batman. Ugh. But if, we're go- if we're going by the Tim Burton version of Batman where Joker kills his parents. <laughs> Spoiler. No, yeah, and the then... 80s. <laughs> and then it's older baby, than us. <laughs> baby Rapunzel... 
just shows up wielding that frying pan like nobody's business and then just bam like knocks that snake off the tower but not before pascal is struck by the snake like yes. venomous so like pascal is literally dying yeah pascal dies end of episode the end <laughs> this was uh, pascal was in rapunzel's mind the entire time oh my gosh but that would make so much sense like you're locked in a tower you have no friends you come up with this like magic she calls him a frog she doesn't know what he is so she comes up with this magical animal that like changes colors <laughs> that it can be her play friend but yeah no she saves him we get to hear the healing incantation i believe for the second time in the series the other time was what the hair and yeah so like when pascal is like trying to calm eugene down when he, rapunzel fixes eugene's hand after the like near near drowning in the movie he's just like calm down because he's seen it he's had it happen to him before oh so. then he's seen it like used on mother gothel too yeah. but there's a difference between it bringing somebody back to life or like just like giving some botox refresher to uh, yeah. mother gothel exactly but they are so cute together. That montage of them playing together made me mm -hmm. like so happy. And then, oh my God. So Pascal is the one who first shows her the lanterns on her birthday. Because he had a little birthday hat and he like opens the window so she could see them. And I was like, oh my. I don't know if he's the one to show her to show it to him, but he experiences it with her. Because we see in the Tangled movie, like she's like a toddler looking at them. Too. Sorry. But Sorry. I just I love that idea. Rapunzel is like very busy. Cassandra has this list of things that she has to do. Like there's other things we see her. What do we see her doing? We see her making plum gravy in the kitchen. Which I think was like, more a fun thing. But yeah, and then it was a callback to when she'd cook with Pascal. And then all of a yeah. sudden he's getting elbowed out of the way by Eugene. And then we keep yeah. seeing things like it that. Happened. And how Pascal's getting elbowed out of the way with all her new friends. Pascal can play chess and he seems to win sometimes. He's diabolical. He's playing 3D chess all the time. But yeah, Sandra is like, why are you being so nice to him while playing chess? This is war. And you can just tell like, that's probably what her father told her because he's captain of the guards. And you froze. Can you hear me? Huh? You're frozen, but I can hear you. Okay, yeah, I stopped seeing my... Let me check and see my connection really quick. One second. Okay, but this Is that connected now? I put even, like, the... I don't have anything else running in this house. And I have the cable, too, connected to it, but I don't know if it's working right. Network preferences. Okay, I think it's okay now. Let me turn off the Wi-Fi for like my phone and stuff. So it's like not too many things are connected to it right now. Bucky. What do you do? Bucky, you on the phone? He says, I'm ordering doggy dash. I was like, oh, he's downloading his doggy porn. Hey, hey, he has no balls. He's super asexual. He's it's never just pictures anything. of dogs butts. Come on. It's smellow vision. They got to smell it or else it doesn't count. So Where were we now. even? Okay. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, we see. Uh, Rapunzel and Pascal playing chess and Cassandra interrupts saying that you should be nice to your opponent. This is war. It's a game of chess. Calm down, girl. But you can tell like that's her upbringing. That's what her father, the captain of the guards, like taught her. Yeah, that there's a lot of things wrong that I would dissect with that, but that's a whole other episode. <laughs> but yeah, they kick him out of the game. Like both of them. 
Yeah. And you just feel so bad. And then he's like walking around the halls of the castle completely blue. Like his skin has changed blue because he's so sad. And he runs into Shorty, which I don't know how Shorty keeps getting in. Like, do they not lock any of the doors? No wonder Rapunzel got stolen so easily. <laughs> like, honestly. Yeah, Shorty's in there all the time. And I'll bring up something else yeah, along yeah, those lines yeah. in a little bit here. But yeah, he and Shorty actually gives him some good advice. Although, to be fair, Shorty was actually giving it to the plant he was talking to. But it did help Pascal. You know, Shorty did something that's important so yeah there is a birthday party for freeborg but pascal can't go because freeborg's allergic to lizards which i didn't can't people be allergic to lizards or it's freeborg i don't think there's <laughs> rules with this character uh, still uh, don't get her still don't yeah, get her it's it's strange but yeah so then all of a sudden but uh, rapunzel's like i promise we're gonna do dinner just the two of us all of a sudden pascal is waiting by this ginormous dinner. And I'm like, did he put that together himself? Nobody else is there. Like, did she have time to tell someone to set it up for her and the lizard? It's like Pascal, like, ordering the chefs around. I wouldn't put it past him, but I'm just Mm -hmm. like, who put this dinner together? Okay, so, like you were saying, people just walk into this castle. Like Lance. And this makes me think... I was looking at it, and the production codes seem to be out of order. I was wondering. Like, I feel like they rearranged some stuff, because the last time we saw Lance was in The Return of Strongbow, and it seemed like he was gone, right? Yes. So I couldn't notice, because in the, follow- the episode right after this, they seem to, he comes back, and it's explained why. So I'm kind of wondering if maybe this episode was supposed to be after the next episode. I think there was a couple episodes. in the castle. Yeah, I think there were a couple episodes out of order, at least the production code-wise, that actually, that feature him too. It also, like, he helps in one of the episodes, so it shows, like, why he's walking around the castle and people trust him. Yeah, because it makes more sense, because I'm just like, okay, I see why they let Eugene stay there rent-free, but, like, Shorty Lance is, like, every criminal in the kingdom that's friends with Rapunzel getting, like, a free pass now. (laughs) Yeah, Shorty, you can understand. Shorty disappears. He's And he's harmless. Like, I don't know if he has committed a crime or he did commit that crime in One Angry Princess when he, like, he overstayed his welcome in Monty Shop, which isn't quite a crime, more like. And didn't he mess up the experiment at the science festival? Variants, yeah. But he's just so inept. It's not like he's this mastermind that pulls off all these tricks. It's, like, accidental. Yeah, Lance is a very capable thief, but I think, I guess Eugene vouches for him, and so does Rapunzel. But yeah, it did feel like he's just walking around and he eats all of Pascal's food. I felt so bad for Pascal. And he traps him under a little glass. I was pretty mad, actually. I was like, this is mean. Because right before Lance comes in, you keep seeing Pascal's little face, and he's like so excited. And he's like, oh, is that Rapunzel at the door? he's like his face is so hopeful pascal looks at the button that little rapunzel gave him and he's like crying it's very emotional yeah because rapunzel doesn't show up for dinner because she's held up by shorty wanting to make a piggy bank i didn't even understand what he was saying (laughs) like i vaguely understood 
but I was like not tracking it because I'm like this makes absolutely no sense but yeah so she's running late she tries to find Pascal does not find him in time he's staring at the button that she first gave him when she was a little girl as a present I'm like why are you giving the lizard a button but then you just have to imagine that like when like Eugene and Rapunzel were leaving the tower at the end of the movie Pascal's like wait I need to get my button <laughs> they might have sent some guards or somebody back to like grab some of her stuff but I like that idea better that he's like wait I need my button oh that's so cute okay it was very sweet and but then he runs away and obviously we know it's all gonna turn out okay but like my heart still hurt as he was running away I was like oh my gosh and then Rapunzel finds out he's gone and she wakes up Eugene in the middle of the night and I love how he has like he has the, the eye cover the sleep mask yeah and the but he takes eyes. Her, yeah he's very tired but after he sees how panicked she is, he takes her seriously and is like, we'll find him. Yeah. Well, back backtrack one second. When she wakes him up, so he, yeah, he has a little sleep mask with the little closed eyes on it, which is hilarious. And then he, she wakes him up and he's like, ah, leave my cheekbones out of this. Like, that's what he yells as he wakes up. So I have no idea what he was dreaming about, but I really want to know. But yeah, I did love that moment. You said like where he like looks into Rapunzel's eyes because at first he's like, no, it's fine. Pascal's fine. Let me go to sleep. He looks into her eyes and his eyes widen. You can see that's the moment where mm -hmm. he's like, oh, this is important to her. I love her. I'm going to get up out of bed, put my boots on and go find Pascal. Yeah, and it's really it was sweet. really sweet. It's so sweet. It's not like a Rapunzel and Eugene episode, but again, have those sweet moments between the two of them. And yeah, Rapunzel is losing her mind. Like I once, oh my God, this reminds me of the time my cat, we could not find her anywhere. And it had been hours. We went all around the neighborhood, everywhere. This was at my parents' house. And finally, like, we started hearing her and I thought she was in the wall. But then, like, I was sobbing. I was, like, a hot mess. It was, like, St. Patrick's Day. I canceled my plans. I'm, like, I'm not doing anything until I find this cat. Find out that she, my mom closed her into a drawer, the drawers, the dresser drawers, because she was just, like, putting things away. And the cat climbed in there and she closed it. She was there for hours. She just woke, when she finally woke up, she started meowing and we were like, there you are. And she's like, I had a nice nap. But this, like the panic reminds me mm -hmm. of like Rapunzel. And I'm like, I do not blame you. She's drawing the posters. And, she, and Eugene's like, why is he so sad? She's like, because he's alone and terrified. Oh my gosh. And then, so the, the, yeah, so that's at night when she first wakes him up. And then they're still looking in the morning because it's like bright light as they're like coming yeah. through the castle. Max is sniffing through the, the castle dog. like a dog. And Rapunzel is like full on in scary mode because like Cassie and Eugene tried to reason with her and she's like, we are not doing anything till we find him. And her face is scary. And, like, I love how Cass and Max are, like, really impressed by it. And yeah. you can understand, like, if someone's been through trauma like that, especially the trauma of having, like, a narcissistic, abusive parent, they're not used to, like, having those kind of feelings of being stern and strict because she's very much a people pleaser. This is making it sad again. Sorry, Krista, you knew this was going to happen. It Just happens from a every episode. So, like, as her friends, they're probably, like, happy to see these kind of emotions from her 
because she has not experienced everything because it wasn't safe for her to experience those things. I think you're going a little deeper into it than they're probably thinking. I think Eugene is just scared. <laughs> and Cass, Cass is like, is... nice game face. <laughs> yeah, she's really impressed by her. And like, Ma Max is like, yeah. Okay, I'm happy personally for Rapunzel. Yes, then. but you were thinking about this in depth. It is great for the podcast. I'm just saying, I don't think the characters are at your level yet. They're just <laughs> okay. scared. Yeah. Speaking of scary, okay, so the moment that Pascal leaves the castle, all of a sudden, the stupid snake, who is somehow alive <laughs> after, like, falling out of the tower, is, like, magically right there and following him again. I'm like, wh how? Why? It's like Jaws. It keeps following it, him. I hate snakes. Why does it always have to be snakes? <laughs> so, yeah. Rapunzel realizes he must have gone back to the tower. And this is the first time we see the tower again. And it is creepy as heck. Oh, yeah. The hair from the movie is still there. All like the brown hair on the mm -hmm. floor. Ew. There's the uh, broken mirror. There's like a knife on the ground. And then the stupid snake is already up there. How is a stupid snake up there? I have so many questions, Candace. Also, you can see the chain Gothel used to like trap Rapunzel too. It's oh, so dark. Uh, so, like, when Rapunzel and Eugene, well, and Cass show up at the base of the tower, and Cass is like, ooh, this is the tower, and both Eugene and Rapunzel are, like, clearly still traumatized about what happened to them there, I'm like, ooh, we should refer to it from now on as the trauma tower. Copyright, Krista. <laughs> well, okay. It's, I thought it was really interesting and very good writing for both Rapunzel and Eugene to have different, like, reactions, because, like, Rapunzel literally steps back. And she has to, like, take a deep breath and everything like that. While, like, Eugene is making a joke. Mm -hmm. He's like, I don't like going to a place I've already died or something. Like, I don't die yeah. to the same place twice. Because that's Eugene's way of coping. Yeah, it's very in character for both of them. Yeah, so I really appreciate that. And, yeah, Rapunzel's like, I got to do this by myself. And I'm like, girl, you don't have to do it by yourself. But she doesn't know there's a giant snake in there. True, true. And, like, it makes sense that, like, if your best friend left because your best friend didn't feel loved and appreciated by you, then you should be the one to like go get him and tell him like, no, I love you. So it makes sense there. But we know that the snake is up there. So it doesn't make sense. But yeah, they defeat the snake. And then they're best friends again. Yay. You're That's it. You're just going to gloss over the epic defeat that Pascal hands that snake. See, I told you Pascal violence is his nature. And, like, it is interesting that he had just been, like, running from the snake and hiding. And then once Rapunzel shows up, which, to be fair, that does give a distraction. But then Pascal's like, hell no, you're not going to bite my girl. And all of a sudden he's, like, in full-on fighting mode. It's like he needed Rapunzel around to be brave. Oh. And there's a cutesy like song at the end about being best friends. Okay, I thought that song was terrible. Because it's not Mandy Moore. It sounds like a fake Mandy Moore. And it just, it it hurt my eardrums. And I didn't like it. <laughs> it was for 10 under. It was not for us. It was terrible. I'm used to really good quality. And it just, it irked me. But the thing I did love was that they had drawings at the end of the episode. Which again was like mm -hmm. a different form of art than we've seen before. That definitely looked like Rapunzel had drawn them or something. And it was like really cute and showed Pascal and her being like, like him being included in all the activities he was excluded from before. 
and it was very yeah. cute. And yeah, it's like the artwork that was in the credit scene of the movie, like the concept art. So yeah, it was super cute. And I'm glad you're my crew and that's how it's meant to be because it's you and me. Just found the lyrics. Aww. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. You don't want to re-sing the whole song for the podcast. No, thank you. I think that's it for Pascal's story. Does this explain his character to you, Krista? Like, does this give you a better, like, idea of this chameleon slash frog? Not really. Where did he get his, like, violent streak? Yes, he saw his mother brutally murdered by a snake. But that doesn't necessarily mean that then he's going to, like, trip a woman out of a tower <laughs> 10 years later. <laughs> he did see Rapunzel smack that snake out the window. He's like, I'll do the same to Gothel. True. That's true. Rapunzel has a couple violent tendencies. Okay, fine. I'll take yeah. it. No, I yeah. thought it was a very cute episode. And it was nice because we haven't really had a Pascal-centric episode. He's usually there, but considering how big a presence he was and personality in the movie, I felt like we hadn't been getting as much of him. It'd be more yeah. like cute scenes feeling things, but I like this. Yeah, usually he's just on someone's shoulder, but he got he got his props, which again, it's great. They're showing how Rapunzel and both Pascal are adapting after 18 years in a chicken tower or like 15 mm. years for him or something like that. But yeah. Well done. I really, I always appreciate because I'm like, I remember seeing the movie, but I'm also like, Rapunzel's going to have to deal with some stuff now that she's out of that tower. But yeah, we want to know what do you think? Is P Pascal prone to violence like we think he is? <laughs> you can find us at thegeekywaffle.com. We have a Twitter. It's tangled underscore podcast. And you can find me at Candace is a Geek and Krista at Krista Geeks Out on Twitter. Follow us, talk to us. We want to know about your thoughts about everything tangled. So as Rapunzel says, we hope you have the best day ever. <laughs>